Mrs. Rosini. She, Joe was a fool to leave you. I told him that Rose Lodacina was trouble. Rose, too? Joe ran off with Lucille Finestra. Rose, Lucille, I always get those two mixed up. Nice try, Tony. The nerve of that cad bedding down with three women. Well, actually, two. But that's another story! <laughs> you don't need to tell us, but it would make this a whole lot more interesting. Mona, would you give the lady a break? Her husband's in Rio doing a La Bamba with a La Bimbo. Oh. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to... Hey, yo. Oh, hey. The Who's the Boss podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. And we are here to rewatch and discuss every single episode of who's the boss we don't have a voicemail oh i was waiting for one <laughs> not tonight oh uh, okay yeah we don't have any news so mm-hmm. no, no we news. are we are gonna cover season four episode nine it is called a fishy tale this first aired tuesday november 24th 1987 does that mean that this is the thanksgiving episode <laughs> i don't know tony okay here's the tv guide summary oh Tony carps about having to help out at Mrs. Rosini's struggling fish market when his job at Angela's begins to flounder. Ah, uh, flounder. I see what they did Yeah, there. and carps. Oh, carps. Chef Wolfgang, P- Wolfgang Puck appears as himself. All right. So I found out something... Well, do you want this? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, go. To, oh, I didn't well, think you were ready, so I no, was no, I'm feeling... No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Go. Go for right. it. This is, this is the Internet Movie Database descriptions. Mrs. Rosini is crushed when her husband leaves her. Angela persuades persuades Tony to help her and reluctantly takes over her fish market. This turns out to be more work than initially thought. <laughs> um, and then there's an always the storyline. When Angela hears Mrs. Rosini's marital breakup, Mrs. Rosini's marital breakup risks also compromising her fish shop. She volunteers Tony's services. He excels as salesman in no time, but the Bauer Sam home front can't do without him long, and Mrs. Rosini seems to make to effort at recuperating. Tony comes up with an ideal permanent candidate, but he's rejected on account of an accidental blood link <laughs> with her husband's floozy. Floozy. <laughs> Tony has to leave her on bad terms, still feeling terribly guilty, but needn't. Thank you. Thank you to whoever wrote that on IMDb. And then thank you to whoever translated it into English. That's ridiculous. Okay. Oh, and then there's I, a, here's a quick did you know. It, well, oh, okay. This is going to be a piece of false information. No, Go ahead. it might not be, though. We can look out for it. Okay. It says at the fish market, Tony is working behind the counter. He turns to answer the phone before it even rings. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that, so I let's see. We'll have to see if, well, we won't be able to tell, but I hear it. So I did get a little bit of interesting um, information about Rhoda Gemignani. So Rhoda Gemignani is back as Mrs. Rosini. Mm-hmm. And Eliana on Facebook messaged me to let me know that she was, or is, um, Marty Cohen's sister. One of the creators of the show. Oh. And I didn't, and then when we got that... Um, <clears throat> the DVD of the behind this, like the E True Hollywood story. Right. It was mentioned there as well, but I had a, 
I have never really seen anything on the internet that says that. Like on her oh. Wikipedia or her IMDb, it doesn't say that at all. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so yeah. that was his sister, is his okay. sister. I think he may have passed, but she is still alive. Okay, so this episode was written by Don Aldredge and Brian Brock. So Don Aldredge, I knew we had heard that name before, and I went and looked on her IMDb, and she has re- she wrote a total of seven episodes of Who's the Boss. Wow. This is Brian Brock's only episode. So I wonder if it was like it was Brian's episode, and then she was brought in to help him because they both have the written by credit, but Brian was not asked back. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> he, was, he was not invited to write anymore. Yeah. Okay. This. <laughs> What? This who's the boss? This is only writing credit. Oh no! Yeah, that's interesting. Was, was he like? Was it just a sample? Was he an intern? That's interesting. Yeah. So that was it for Brian Rock. Hmm. Okay. Now, when this episode starts, we get an interesting uh, view that we normally don't see. We were watching Angela and Mona walk up to the house. Right. Normally, we just get that front door swinging open. And we're, ha- you know, they're mid-conversation. Well, yeah, but then you'd see, see what's going on inside, right. right? So that was clever. So they had to do it this way so that then Tony could come outside. So they walk up to the house, and Angela's like, oh, what a day. It's a rough day. I'm so happy to be home. And Mona says, yeah, I broke a nail. Yeah. And then she says, from now on, we send out the typing. Right. Like, but- what does that mean? Send the typing. I mean, I know what yeah. it means, but like, then isn't that what she's supposed to be doing? So? <laughs> yes. That is the one that <laughs> typing and answering the phones is pretty much what you're being paid for. So All right. if you send the typing out, then now you're just answering the phone. <laughs> um, so Tony walks outside and he's like, oh, gee, I'm so glad you're here. Angela asks, what's wrong? And he says, it's Mrs. Rosini. She showed up here a little while ago, and then he's like, well, listen. And he just opens up the front door, and you just hear Miss Rosini wailing. That's horrible. From the inside of the house. <laughs> it's funny that Mrs. Rosini has happened. She came all, just all the way out to Connecticut. to. I, I know. But I know. The, then, that's one of the many questions I have about this episode. Oh, okay. Like, where's her son and the son's right. wife and yeah. anyone else she knows in her family? I have a few questions about this episode. <laughs> so, Mona's like, well, what's the matter? And he says, I don't know. All I can get out of her is... Right. <laughs> He's pretend crying. So, then Mona reminds everyone, well, I have a degree in psychology, so maybe I can help. Why does she have to remind everybody? <laughs> they all know. <laughs> so, they go inside. Oh, that's for the viewer benefit. I yes, I, I guess so. They go inside, and Miss Rosini is still wailing at the little secretary table, writing desk that's there by the stairs. Nasty tissues everywhere. (laughs) And Mona says, she's all yours. And then she walks away. So degree in psychology, still no help. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, So Angela's like, Mrs. Rosini, it's Angela. I'm here to help. And Mrs. Rosini gets up, and she's still crying. And you can't make out anything she's saying. So Mona says, gosh, the way the woman's crying, you would think her husband left her. And Miss Rosini points like they're playing some kind of sad charades. Right. And nods her head. And so then they realize that that's what he's saying. Okay. So Kevin. Well, sounds- <laughs> yeah, I was, I was watching this episode on Daily Motion. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever watched the episodes. Every, yeah, everyone listening to this podcast has watched episodes on Daily Motion okay. for sure. Well, on Daily Motion, I found you can slow down or speed up 
on the right hand side, like when you there's like little levers and right. you click it yeah. and it gives you the option to speed up the episode. And I found that when you speed it up or slow it down, it still keeps the same pitch, which I'm fascinated yeah, by. Yeah, nobody know. sounds like Buffalo Bill from Science Right, it doesn't lamps. slow down or speed, right. it just, it speeds up, but it still does, even the song, the, vo- the voice is still right, in the same right, pitch. Right, right, right. So I started listening in slow motion and then realized that <laughs> it sounds like everybody's loaded, like they're either like really high or, or like really drunk. And it's like when you're hanging out with a bunch of... Trunk pee. I, I started laughing, but I'm going to give you a little sample yeah, of it. This part is pretty funny. And okay. this part is actually <laughs> is actually pretty funny. Oh, no. What'd you say? <laughs> she said he ran off with a woman in her building. They went to Rio. Rio? I caramba. It's like, yeah. it's like when there's an emergency, but everyone's too high to deal. <laughs> right, right. It's, just, it's like. I wonder what the purpose is for having that on daily motion, though. Like slow and yeah, why, the speed I get. Like yeah, if you want to you rip might, through the episode. Right. I, I wonder if you did, if you sped it up, it's like everybody's on coke. <laughs> we'll have try, to try that, that next, next time. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I have, so on daily motion, these, it's basically like a YouTube where people upload it. Right. So to get around copyright. And you can copyright, do that on YouTube too. You can slow stuff down. Oh, really? Yeah. And it stays the same pitch. Oh. And so to get around like copyright issues, they will either slow, they'll flip the, you'll notice sometimes when you watch it on daily motion, the whole picture is flipped. Right. Backwards. Yeah. Or, or, and they'll slow it down. So I used to speed it up so that I could hear it regular because it had been slowed down so the speeding up i can understand but i don't know why you would unless you just want to get high and watch this whole episode like that i can't imagine being (laughs) intoxicated and watching it like that i I probably it would take like an hour or two because it slowed down so much okay so back to what we were saying so they realized that Joe left her, and then Tony says, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But he doesn't really understand what she's saying. What did, what did she say? And Angela says, he said that he ran off with a woman from her their building, and then and Mona says they went to Rio. Mm-hmm. And then Tony is stupid, I caramba line. <laughs> I caramba. Which uh, is, oh, no. I looked it up. Oh, really? I was 100% sure. Oh, so Tony says, oh, well, how come you guys can understand her and I can't understand her? And Angela says, because we are women, we are sisters. We've all felt the same pain because we follow our hearts while you men follow your... Hmm. And Judith even goes as far to like start the P sound. Yeah. And then she says, never mind. <laughs> no, doesn't she I, even look down or no? I thought maybe Oh, she does she? Well, so. Yeah, I mean... Maybe. She does kind of look down, but I don't know if it's necessarily at him. Um, So then Tony's like, you know, Mrs. Rosini, Joe was a fool to run off, uh, to leave you. I told him that Rose Lordacina was trouble. Mm. And now I feel like we've heard the name Lordacina before. Probably. But I can't, I should have written these down just like I should have written down who's boss and what our ratings are. Because I, I can, now I can't find it. Just like I thought <laughs> I had heard Borofsky before. But, or they're just all starting to blend in. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably sound. really what it is. Because at first I thought it was the lady that he was talking about in the episode when he had the red convertible. But I checked uh. and that was Doreen Dispenza. Doreen um, Dispenza. So Tony says, I told him that Rose Lordacina was trouble. And Ms. Rosini's Rose. like, Rose Lordacina? Joe ran off with Lucille Finesse. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um 
So now Mrs. Rosini realizes that her husband was probably having an affair with two women. Okay, now we all met Joe in Thanksgiving at Mrs. Rosini's. You're really going to tell me that guy was pulling two other women in the building? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, Mrs. Rosini did everything for him, and he sat on the couch with his pants unbuttoned for most of the night. Okay, so Tony's trying to cover up, and he's like, oh, I mean, you know, Rose and Lucille, I always get those two mixed up. But she's not buying it. We all know the deal. And then Angela says, the nerve of that man, bedding down with three women. Mm. Because apparently it's 1870, and Angela's going to use the term bedding Bedding. down. (laughs) Bedding down. Then Mrs. Rosini says, see, I think this is cut out of the antenna TV version. Mrs. Rosini says, well, actually, just two, but that's another story. Mm. And then starts crying again. (laughs) So either she didn't want to have sex with Joe, or Joe didn't want to have sex with her. And Tony's just like, oh, yeah, I got to sit here and listen to all this. I know. But Mona says, you know, you don't need to tell us, but it would kind of make this whole thing a lot more interesting if you did. (laughs) So Tony says, will you give the lady a break? Her husband is in Rio doing the La Bamba with a La Bimbo. Good line. (laughs) Somebody thought they were so clever when they brought that up at the table read or or threw that out to punch this episode up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And La Bamba was... Was probably yeah, that's true. Popular it was pretty popular again. then. Well, right. because of the movie, right? Because of the movie, I wonder if it was around the same time. I don't know when that movie came out. I feel like it probably was. Mm. So, Mr. Rosini is just besides herself. Beside herself, she says the garbage man can come and collect me now. Like she thinks that her life is over. The garbage man. <laughs> and Mona's ready to leave. She's had enough. So she gets up. She walks out, and she says, "You know, remember, there are a lot of other things in life besides men." Angela will tell you. What I know. They are. <laughs> She's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> she walks out. Well, Obama came out in 1987. Oh, what year are we? We're in 87, 87. but I don't know when. Yeah, I don't either. But I mean, I, okay, hang on. When in 87 did it come out? This is November. Um, they would have shot it in August. That. July. Okay, yeah. So, so when they shot this episode, it had just come out, and it right. was a very popular movie. So that makes sense for why they went with that joke. Ah, there you go. See? Yeah. We, we do the investigation <laughs> for you, so you don't have to. <laughs> so Tony says, you know, at least Joe left you the fish market. And she says, oh, yeah, lucky me, 200 pounds of stinking mackerel. But Angela says, when life throws you lemons, you make lemonade. <laughs> so you have your own business. Why don't you make it your own? Make it sing. And Tony says, she's a fish vendor, not Ethel Merman. <laughs> Did Ethel oh. Merman sing? Um, I, I guess so. Um, probably. Uh, we, should, we should add to, right? I, I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Mm. You can look. I'll keep going. Yeah, okay. I will. But Ms. Rosini says, you know, I don't know anything about running a business. And Angela says, there must be someone who could help. Like, I don't know, your son? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what about anybody else I, in your family? I mean, family? what is that guy doing? He didn't look like he really had a lot going on when we met him in Thanksgiving with Ms., uh, Mrs. Rosini's. And Ethel, Ethel Merman was an American actress, artist, and singer. And oh, home. okay. So, there you go. Yes. Did a lot of musical theater. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That would make sense, yes. And she says, you know, where am I going to find someone hardworking, dependable, reliable, and watch Tony in this scene? Because he's like, hmm, yeah, where? Hmm. Yeah, no. Look at, <laughs> but he's really thinking. He's not thinking himself. And then she looks at him and says, you know, like you used to. And Tony says, me? 
And Angela's like, Mrs. Rosini, now you're singing. Tony is perfect. He can help you for a few days until you can get back on your feet. And Tony says, well, I'd love to, but I already have a job. Angela insists, you know, we can muddle through here without mm. you. Yeah. It'll be fine. And Mr. Rosine is like, well, no, I couldn't ask you to do that. Angela's like, please take him. And then Tony says the only reasonable thing in the last 30 seconds of this episode, do I have any say in this? I know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, of course you do. But he, I mean, what <clears throat> can he say? This woman's been crying on his couch for the last hour. He really has right. nothing to He's really going to gonna say no? Right. So he's like, of course, I'll help you. So, uh, you know, because he'll state later in the episode that Mrs. Rosini has really been there for him when he's needed her. So now he feels like he really should help her out. So she's like, okay, great. Can you be there for me at five in the morning? Because that's when you have to pick the fish up. Gosh. I know. Oh, what a terrible job. I mean. So to be there at five in the morning, he now has to leave Connecticut at like four. (laughs) Right. To go pick up fish. (laughs) Yes. Tomorrow's going to be awful for Tony. Okay. So he says, you got it. And then she's like, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Angela. I'm starting to feel better already. And Tony's like, great. You know, that's what what I want to hear. In no time at all, you'll forget all about Joe. And then she starts crying again. Yeah, right. Reminded her. (laughs) But like... It's he's saying this to her as if it was a guy she dated for like six months. Like if Samantha has broken up with right. someone. This is right, this woman, her husband. Right, her husband. And it, it appeared that they had been married for like more than 20 years. So I just think it's in, it's just funny how like they just completely gloss over. Like, oh, you'll bounce right back. Yeah, this don't worry about it. nothing. You'll be fine. You got a fish store. <laughs> fish store. <laughs> what else could you want? <laughs> So they cut to the fish store, and Tony's working behind the counter, and he's being Tony. He's flirting with all the women in there. He's doing his job 110%, just like Tony always does. So there's like a crowd of women in there trying to pick up their order, and um, he says, you know, oh, okay, here you go, and then here, you can have a lemon. It's on the house. And then he's like, oh, here, you can have another lemon because you're so cute. And the lady pinches his cheek and says, if I was a little younger, I'd pinch something else. Oh, dear. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but he's eating it up. Like, he's having a lot of fun yeah, with these no, women. Yeah, it's, it's Tony. So what does your episode do? Yours goes straight to the phone? It cuts right to him answering the phone. So you miss, I miss that, and, and you also miss the whole dialogue with uh, the woman. She okay, has catching to go the, catch bus. the bus. Okay, yeah. So then the next woman... When he that lady leaves, and then he's like, "Okay, next." And then a man walks in at this time, but he doesn't say anything yet. He's just kind of in the back of the crowd. Um, and the woman, he says, "Next." And then one woman gets up there, and another woman pushes her out of the way and says, "No, I was here first. And they start fighting. I know it's, it's <laughs> cutthroat at the fish market, at Rosini's fish market. <laughs> and he's like, "Ladies, ladies, everybody, calm down." So um, he, oh, he says, "Take it easy. You're giving me a haddock." Oh. Oh, oh, man, the fish puns are just flying around this episode. So they God, start laughing. They think he's so funny. And it breaks the tension, and now the women aren't arguing anymore. And the one woman says to the lady, you know, you go ahead, because you do have to catch a bus. Right. And she's like, yeah, and I was here first. Like, come I mean, on, so really? Just leave well on I know. Phone already. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the original Karen. It is. This is before the Karen was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for anyone named Karen. I know. Sorry. Uh, so then she, the lady who's going next is Mrs. K. 
Cassio. And she's asking Tony, you know, what's good today? And he's recommending the mackerel. So she's like, okay, I'll take a pound and a half. And he's like, only a pound and a half? Sal could eat that in one appetizer. Yeah. So he knows these women. These are women from his old neighborhood well enough to know their husbands and that they eat a lot. <laughs> so she's like, okay, make it two pounds. And he's like, all right, I'll make it two pounds and I'll throw in an extra half a pound. So he's wrapping it up and this lady is very impatient. She's like, come on, my boss. My I know, boss like she runs leave. to the back. Right. <laughs> so the phone rings. Oh, okay, hang on. Let me see what happens here. I know, when but the... you got to hear it. Oh, right. Okay. There's a phone ringing. Oh, That's complete, completely false. Yeah, that is false. He was going for... The phone's ringing before he even gets behind the counter. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I, in an movie database, <laughs> I have all the knowledge at the tip of my fingers. <laughs> maybe there's another scene. I don't know. So, oh, maybe. Okay, so the phone rings and he goes to answer it. And hang on, I got to read exactly what he says here. Rosini's fish... If we ain't got it, it don't swim. <laughs> and it's Sam. And he's like, oh, Sam, everything okay? And the lady's like, Tony, my boss. Oh, God. So he's like, okay, hang on, hang on. And he just, he takes the little fish packet and he throws it at the woman who's by the front door now. <laughs> so know. she catches it. And then she pushes some other woman know, out, out of the, the way, way on her way yeah. out the door. Karen. And then <laughs> Tony says they could use her on the jets. Yeah. I wonder if the Jets were having a bad season that year. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. All right, look that up. Yeah, sure, why not? So then some other lady in line's like, wait a minute, she didn't even pay. And Tony's like, she has credit here. Like, everybody just simmer down and, and calm, calm down. You know what down. <laughs> right? So on the phone, Sam is asking, she says she saw the sweetest pair of jeans. And she wants to know if she can have her allowance for the next two years in one lump sum. And then he says no. Oh. And then she's like, okay, can I have 75 bucks? So hang on a minute here. The Jets had a pretty dismal season that year. Oh, okay. Going so six maybe and nine and why, didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe that's why they said that then. Yeah, okay. That's what I was so wait, does that mean that her allowance in two years she would make $75? I don't know. Me, that means she gets $3 a month in allowance. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Even for, I mean, even for 1987. Tony doesn't make a lot of money. I mean, she's only pulling in like maybe it. it Three dollars now would have been like ten dollars then a, a month. month. Oh man, that's pretty bad. That is pretty sad. Okay, um, so she wants to get these pair of jeans, and then he's like seventy-five bucks, and so then a lady thinks that that's how much the fish order. Yeah, there's is. a lot of confusion going <laughs> right? on here. And she's like, wait a minute, it's 75 bucks? And he's like, no, 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 hang on. I'm talking to my daughter, Sam. I'm talking to Mrs. Farishi. Okay, hang on. We'll Farishi. discuss this when I come home because I, I, we know I can't handle this. So then she's like, well, hang on, hang on. Jonathan wants to say hi. So then Jonathan gets on the phone and he says that a oh, scoutmaster said he has to help him with, um, with the power drill because he can't use it and he needs to make a birdhouse so that he can get his beaver badge. Mm, beaver He's badge. the only one in the troop who's still a muskrat. Mm. And so Tony's like, okay, okay, I'll help you with the birdhouse when I can, you know, but I got to go right now because um, we're very busy here. So he hangs up and then he's like, okay. So he's, and he says to the ladies, it's tough being a mother. <laughs> 
It's funny. <laughs> it is funny. And so, uh, so he's trying to get the line under control, and in walks Angela. And the man who's been standing there this whole time off to the side, he thinks that Angela's now trying to cut in line. So she goes up to Tony, and he turns around, and he's like, hey, hey. You know, I was I was here first, and she says, "Oh, I happen to be very close to the owner." And then he says, "Joe's not here anymore. Yeah. Lucille beat you to it." Oh no! One of the women says, that. Oh, "God, yeah. Lucille beat you to it. You floozy is what one of the women says." Wow. Yeah. No, thanks. And then Tony's like, "Hey, take it easy. This floozy happens to be my boss." <laughs> Angela says, "Tony, I'm gonna make dinner tonight. What time do you think you'll be home?" What? Like the poor man has been working since four o'clock in the morning and now you're going to make him dinner and he's going to have a stomach ache when he goes to bed. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he was lying because it's like, what time are you going to be home? After I close up. Yeah. And so he says, start without me because after I have to close the store, then I have to clean it. Then I got to do the books. Yeah. The books. Then I got to convince Mrs. Rosini she's still attractive to men. <laughs> and so, so <laughs> he's got a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. So he'll just pick up a slice of pizza on the way out yeah, of Brooklyn. Really. On the way home. Much better off. <laughs> and a knish. Oh, man. I, I miss those. Knish? What's yeah. knish? Okay, so. I forget. They sell them in the, on carts in New York. I mean, I remember getting them in Brooklyn, probably in this city as well. And it's potato wrapped in dough. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, they're so good. That's right. I remember that now. And Italian ice. Maybe we'll get them. I know. It'll be too cold for Italian ice, but I want to go back to New York. Okay. Give it a shot. Uh, So now from the back room of the fish store... You can hear Mrs. Rosini yelling, Tony, (laughs) as if this man is not busy enough. Right, like, kill me. (laughs) So he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there, Mrs. Rosini, one second. Yeah, yeah, the store is packed. Right. So now he tells Angela, can you cover for me? And she's like, me? I don't know what to do. And he's like, just get them whatever they want. Okay, so... Angela doesn't wash her hands or anything. She nope, just gets she back right there and starts <laughs> doling out fish. I love that you are always monitoring when <laughs> there's a hand washing oh, situation man. and whether it's been like violated, like it ha- didn't happen. Even especially since yeah, what was the? Oh yeah, we were watching an episode of Three's Company. Oh my god! So we yeah. both got our second dose of the vaccine on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. And then Wednesday, we laid on the couch all day and watched Three's Company. Pretty much. Well, yeah, well, just to like fall asleep. Yeah, watch a couple episodes. No, no, yeah, that's true. Like it was all day, right? And so there was this episode of Three's Company where Jack takes a chicken out of the refrigerator that wasn't covered or anything, just a raw chicken right, sitting in, a in bowl. there. Yeah. Then he starts making it dance, and then he's touching like everything else in the right, kitchen shirt, and gets himself a counter. thing at <laughs> right. And then after juice. he plays with the chicken, he throws it in a bowl, grabs a cup. For the yeah. orange juice, after not washing his hands, goes in the fridge, grabs the orange juice, pours himself a glass of orange juice, starts drinking it, drinks half of it, and then pours, pours the orange back juice back in into the, the container. Right. So much cross-contamination. Oh, God. But even, I mean, especially since COVID, I feel like I notice now TV hand-washing. Like, we were watching Ugly Betty, and every time they would go in the bath, they would have scenes in the bathroom... No one was washing their hands long enough. They were like sprinkling some water on them and then drying their hands. It couldn't make a lot of noise. Another kind of cool side note um, is that 
uh, we downloaded Pluto. Um, if, if you're way into like classic television, there on Pluto they have like they have like on demand stuff, but there's like a section that's like um, Just, all live yeah, television, live channels, mm-hmm. live channels and um, and it's set up like a like a regular TV guy type of format yeah. like you it just you scroll through like and like hulu and everything else and in anyway they have channels like one's like the family ties channel and one is like the three's, three's company. company and they yeah. just play the shows all day Happy long and you can just ca- pick it up anytime and they play from first episode to last episode and then they repeat it and, and happy days and everything. And it's really cool. And it's all free. That's what's fantastic about it. The other thing I've noticed that they have on there, um, and I do work for Viacom CBS, but this is not an ad, <laughs> is that they will show uh, free episodes of stuff that normally you have to subscribe for. So, like, they had the very first episode of Shameless for season 11 on there for oh, free. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they yeah. must get, like, and certain... They- things to get people to over there to watch. Yeah, it. and I think they've been doing that with some of the Paramount <clears throat> Plus content too, like they'll put episode of Picard and like some stuff on there if you want to just sample some of that stuff. Before. Yeah, I mean, I think they had every James Bond movie thing yeah. we were looking on. And then, it's yeah, just, just like, like a lot of stuff on demand stuff. that's free and it's all free, which yeah. is like for people who've cut the cord if you want another outlet um or a real good way to waste some time right. watching old television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You could get high and then watch the whole three. Right. There you go. Unfortunately, I don't think there's any way to slow those down. But no. no. Okay. So then, where did we leave off? Oh, yeah. So Angela takes over without washing her hands. And Tony goes back into the uh, room to talk to Mrs. Rosini. So he's like, What's up? What, you know? And then, how are things? And she's like, "Uh, You you want to have a cup of tea? And he's like, I'm a little swamped right now. swamped out there. And then um, she says, I'm a woman scorned. Right. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, that's way more important than the business. Right. So, wait, what is she saying here about the mop? Woman scorned. She's like, I can't show my face. Oh, oh. And he's like, well, could oh, you show, show your, your hands? hands? <laughs> right, yes, I can't show my <laughs> Maybe face. Maybe you could mop the floor. And then she wrote, I can't mop. <laughs> oh, I bought it for Joe's birthday. She bought it for Joe. Right, right. That's right. She's like, I can't even look at that mop. Mop and bucket because she bought it for Joe's birthday. Oh, gosh. And I, I can still hear him sloshing it around. <laughs> and Tony's like, really? You bought you bought Joe a mop for his birthday? Okay, but never mind. So <laughs> Right. And then she's like, oh, it's a good gift. Yeah. But she gives him a dirty look. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so out in the fish market area, Angela is now holding a fish by its tail. Right. To the man who came in. You think these are real fish? In this episode, I, I or props. Ha- I hope they're props. I know it's so gross. Yeah, it too. is kind of disgusting. Um, let's see. They probably would be props, but I feel like they look pretty real. No, they do. I mean, that fish is like really kind of slippery looking and thin. I mean, yeah. who knows? Well, <laughs> so let's find out who the special guest was on this. Episode. Yeah. So <laughs> then Angela's like, "Okay, well, how about this one?" And then. He's like, no, that one. So she picks up another one, and then he says, okay, thank you. Can you chop the head off? And she's like, well, um, uh, why do why? Like, you can ha- it doesn't cost any extra to have that head. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't cost any extra. So he, he's giving her a look, so she takes it over. Like, really, now Angela's going to try to cut this head off, but luckily Tony comes out just in time. And... The man is getting angry. He's like, I can't even believe the incompetence here. Tony's like, I'm so sorry. It's her first day, but I'll get you anything you want. So he puts the fish down, and then he just whacks the head off of that thing. So that's another thing, too. Do you think, 
I mean, if that was a real fish, wouldn't it have been hard? I mean, a not a real fish, wouldn't it have been harder to chop its head off? I like guess that? so. I don't know. I I'm don't starting know to what think a prop fish is like. So then the man says, forget it. I've got some kind of beef thing in the oven. And he goes and leaves. He goes to walk out the door. And Tony's like, oh, who do you think you are, Wolfgang Puck? Yeah. And, and the yeah, guy so. kind of gives a look and then he leaves. Oh, and they look, look at each other. <laughs> And, and then, so it is Wolfgang Puck. Right, which I, I didn't realize he was popular then. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess so, because he's I obviously... Just, I thought the, the celebrity chef thing didn't really happen until later. Yeah, but he's kind of an old school celebrity chef. That's true. But And here's the thing. I didn't realize that he was so into acting, because he has been on 90210, Las Vegas... Yeah, he's in I the movie so. The Weatherman. He himself, or he's, he's on The Simpsons. Oh. Yes, he does play himself. And then the interesting thing was, I was like, "Oh wait, he has all these acting credits, but who's the boss isn't on here?" And I was like, "Wow, did he not put it on?" But then I realized, so they have acting credits, and then under self, he has another hundred and nine. Right, right. That's what I was about to say. That, so I, like, that's happened to me before. Yeah. So like sometimes he's actually noted as Wolfgang Puck in an acting role, mm-hmm. and then. Other places, it's just noted as self. And so, who's the boss funder, falls under self. Um, oh, and he was on the Tony Danza show a few times, the talk show he had in uh, between 2004, 2006. I wonder if they're friends. That would have made sense for him to be on. Because also, Tony Danza loves to cook. Ah, uh, right. Right. That's true. So, yeah. I had no idea. That's that a good point. Wolf- he may have been good friends with them. Yeah. I had no idea Wolfgang Puck was so into acting. Okay, so they're like, nah. Okay, now, so the women are still angry because, like, some of these women have been waiting here for a while because I don't know why Angela was helping Wolfgang Puck when I saw at least three of the women in this little crowd there before him. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Tony's like, okay, come on, ladies. Like, let's not get ugly here. Then he says, not that you could. Right. And And he said, let's get you some service. Yeah, and then he just chops the head off a fish. And they go into the fun music interlude. Yeah, do, do, do. Yeah, whatever that that is. Okay, so this is now my, this is my favorite part of this episode. Okay, back home, uh, Mona and Samantha are sitting on the couch. They're sipping tea. They have their feet up. There are cookies on the table. And they're saying, you know, I really miss having Tony around. (laughs) Samantha's like, yeah, I don't, he's not around to tell me that I'm not spending enough time with him. But Mona says, you know, I think we found a pretty good Mm fill-in. And Jonathan comes in. Around the corner. (laughs) Holding the laundry basket. Now, a couple things to note here. One, Jonathan looks adorable dressed as Tony. They have him in like a little three-button Henley. Yeah, just like Tony would wear. Yes. And you noted this that they even put little tiny shoulder pads on him (laughs) right to make his shoulders a little more broad yes Mm -hmm. and then he has the jeans just like tony (laughs) and the little black belt yeah but i mean come on people laundry basket or the brown yeah 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 that same brown but come on people he still has this cowlick that was there from two on a billboard it's not going away can, can someone please i know you have aquanet look at these women's hair just spray that and like push it down like I, and maybe it's just because he's got shorter hair now a little bit on top. Okay, so then the other adorable thing is 
Jonathan does the little Tony snap. I know, the little snapping, <laughs> yeah. which it's so funny because <laughs> I didn't realize that they would have acknowledged that he does that. Yes. So he comes in, he's like, I'm finished with the laundry. And they say, oh, what a great little Tony. And then they're jo- they're joking that he might be putting him out of a job. And to- uh, Jonathan's like, yeah, piece of cake. And yeah, he and does the snap, little snaps. So now they're like, wait a minute. Do you think he's ready? They're like kind of talking amongst themselves. Jonathan's listening in the background and they're like i don't know i don't know do you think he's ready to take on the oven mm. and he's like I, I i i am i am like i can do it please please let me <laughs> i love how excited he is about i know so are they trying them. to get him to clean the yes. oven or actually make them dinner no i think clean it oh okay yes you're right because then they're like if you do that we'll even let you scrub the kitchen floor yeah and he's very excited about that and he goes running into the kitchen and they put their feet back up. Uh, just fooling them. <laughs> yeah. Being so mean. They're like, yeah, well, you know, Mona says, maybe we should do something around here, too. And Samantha's like, no. And then Mona realizes, as she touches the back the table behind the couch, that it's all dusty. And she's like, I just dusted this a week and a half ago. It makes you wonder what's the point. So does that mean Tony's been helping at the fish market for a week and a yeah, half? Yeah, I guess so. I guess, like... Some time has passed. Like whether or not time, maybe maybe it was that music was to let us know that time oh, has passed. Oh, gotcha. And the rain. Right. <laughs> um, you know what? Mona's speaking some truths there, though, because I feel like once you clean something. It immediately starts getting dirty again. Yes. Right after, especially when you have children. You right. can't even clean one room and then get to the next room without the original room being dirty again. And, and the kitchen. You never stop cleaning the kitchen. No. Ever. No, there's Ever. always more dishes. And laundry Ugh. never goes away. No. Everybody no. needs a Tony Maselli. Okay, so Tony comes in the front door. It's pouring out. And they're surprised to see him so home so early. They're like, what are you doing home before midnight? So this poor man has to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, drive to Brooklyn so he can get to the fish truck by 5. <laughs> fish truck. And then he's Sorry. not getting home until after midnight? Yeah. What happened? He's only getting four hours of sleep a day. Yeah. He's going to roll that fish van <laughs> fall asleep at the wheel. So he told Mrs. Rossini that he needed some time with his family, but he only has 38 or 43 minutes. Yeah. This and doesn't make any sense. I know. Samantha's like, that's not a lot of time, Dad. Was he going to drive back to Brooklyn after the 43 I get, That's minutes? the way they made it sound. Yeah. Like, when does he sleep? No, I know. So, well, it's not midnight here. Normally, I guess he doesn't get home till midnight. But he's home for dinner, but he's going to have to go back out. Oh, he's I go guess back he's got to go back to the, the shop and, yeah. and do the books. So then he says, guess what we're having for dinner? And Samantha's like, fish? And he says, no. We're having a, oh, did you look this up? Um, I did, but it's like some kind of meat roll. Yeah, we're having an Andalusian meat roll, beef roll. He said, I got a cook, sold me the recipe for a buck. So he has 43 minutes. He's going to come into this house. To make an Andalusian beef roll. (laughs) You should see this thing. It doesn't look easy to make. Yeah, it probably has to be in the oven. It's on its own for like 30 minutes. And I'm sure the prep time is 20 minutes at the least. So uh, what, Tony? Come on. It says here in this recipe, (laughs) difficulty easy. But it has two pounds of steak, three cooked eggs, four slices of bacon. So, I mean, you got to cook all that stuff. I, I know, but you know, Pinto snaps. Pinto green olives. Yeah. It's nothing to Tony Two Masali. tablespoons of capers. Um, 
It doesn't look oh, very I almost dropped my phone. Sorry. So he goes running into the kitchen to start making his Andalusian beef roll. And the door opens again. And there is Angela looking like a drowned rat. Yeah. <laughs> She's completely soaked. And everyone's looking at her like, Angela, what like, happened? what happened? Yeah. And Mona says, did you get into a, get in a wet t-shirt contest? Like, yeah, why? Why was she getting <laughs> into a wet t-shirt contest? <laughs> And for Angela in this outfit, it would be a wet blazer, sweater, shirt, scarf contest. Yes, a lot of things had to get wet. Um, So she's like, oh, no. And then they're asking, like, what happened? And she's like, oh, nothing much. I stood in the rain for an hour on the corner of Madison and 53rd. And Mona's like, you couldn't get a cab? And she says, no, I couldn't get a van. Right. And Tony's like, what? And then he's like, oh, no, I forgot to pick you up. <laughs> and I love when she takes her hat off. There's like, they poured water into the brim of her hat yeah. so that when she pulls it off, it just splashes onto the floor. Perfect. So Tony's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, can, is there anything I can do to make it up to you? Can I empty your shoes? And she's like, no, I've gotten used to the squish. Now, I wonder, like, when she walked in, you think he would have remembered immediately. Right. As soon as you see her, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I now remember what I was supposed to do. Right. Like the one time I drove home without picking the kids up at daycare. As soon as I pulled into the driveway. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> I was like, oh, a kid. Oh, no. I forgot my kids. I knew it was pretty quiet in this car. <laughs> uh, so she, he's trying to make it up to Angela, and Angela just says, we need to talk. And so Mona and uh, Samantha are like, we're going to get out of here. So Mona says, come on, Sam, let's go upstairs. You can study and I'll look at your Brad Pitt poster. No, Tom, Tom Cruise poster. Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't think Brad Pitt was the thing then. Yeah, you're right. Not till Thumb and Louise, right? Yeah, a little bit, little bit yeah, later. Yeah, a little later. Okay. So, um, so they go running upstairs and... She, Angela says, now luckily Angela says, first off here, Tony, I realize that I'm the one who encouraged you to help Mrs. Rosie. Right. Yes, you were the one who encouraged him to help. This is not the first time Angela has done I this. I know, and this is the fr- most frustrating thing about this episode. <laughs> I know. Um, and remember, remember the time when she had him have his poker party at our yeah. house, and then her friend called, and then she was like, oh, no, you can't yeah, have your mind. poker party here. My bad. Go right. find somewhere else. So, yeah. So, she totally is the one that made him do this, and now she's it's not working for her, so it's not working for anyone. Wow. Um, although, it is not working for Tony. This is completely not sustainable for him, but he needs to, do, to make this decision for his own reasons, for the fact that he's getting four hours of sleep a night, and not because he forgot to pick Angela up. So she says, you have to admit, this is not working out. And the way I see it, there's only one solution. And he, he's like, oh, I hope it's quick because I only have 38 minutes. I know. <laughs> he's looking at it as well. And he still has to make the Andalusian beef roll. And yeah, she ha- says, It's not happening. <laughs> she says, you have to stop working at the fish market. <laughs> and Tony's like, oh, he's like, how, you know, how am I going to do that to Mrs. Rosini? She's always been there for me. When I used to work late, she would babysit for Samantha. When Sam got the whooping cough, whooping she cough. rushed oh, yeah, right over this. with mustard plaster. Yeah, I looked that up too. The mustard, mustard. Yeah, you said it was like a home mustard remedy. Mustard plaster. Yeah, it said that it was um, mustard plasters are ancient Rome. Oh my gosh, Rome. 
Home remedy made of mustard <laughs> seed. Say, wow, that really is ancient. Mustard seed powder. They're used to treat congestion, coughing, muscles. And oh, I get it. Yeah, because it just like opens, opens up. It's up basically port, like, like smelling the, horseradish or wasabi, right? right? Yeah, they're good for backaches, cramps, and arthritis. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, there's our kids never had whooping cough, but I know there's a bunch of things like you have to put a steaming pot and then a blanket over and breathe in the air. Yeah, or, I know, and the Vicks and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, or you have to take them outside if it's cold, something like that. I'm yeah. glad that we never had to deal with that. No. Um, and she said, when I used to stay out too late with the boys, she was the one who smacked me around. I mm. love that woman. <laughs> So right then, Jonathan walks in, dressed like little Tony. And he's like, my, I just called my scout leader and I didn't earn the beaver badge. So right, Angela, just to add insult right, to <laughs> Just to kick Tony while he's down. I know. And Angela's like, oh, baby, what happened? And he said, well, Tony didn't have time to drill a door in my birdhouse, so I painted one on. And it would have been fine, but when they hung up the bird... <laughs> This part's actually really funny. I know. All the little birdies kept smashing their heads into it. <laughs> they thought it was a door. <laughs> and Tony says it's not good for their little bird brains. I, I know I am. So this is my, my favorite part of this episode is Jonathan. And I know, I'm so happy that Jonathan finally has like a good thing to be doing. Yeah, a good storyline. Yeah, right, he's got like funny jokes. Worth, yeah. Yes, it's so cute. Okay. So, yeah, so he says it's not very good for their little bird brains. And this is really the final nail in the coffin for Tony. So he says, I'm going to be a muskrat for the rest of my life. Mm. Well, got to go make the beds. Right. And he goes running upstairs. I know, and Tony's like, what? Make the beds? I know, and wait a minute. Why is Jonathan making the beds at night? Is he, like, turning down the beds? Don't tell me that Tony actually does that every night. Uh, Maybe. Or Jonathan's just been working all day, and he hasn't made it to the beds yet. (laughs) That's true. So Angela's like. Maybe he washed all the sheets, yeah. Oh, that's true. And he's putting them back on. Oh yeah. my gosh, if I could get a nine year old to do that here, no, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, good luck with that. You can't, she can't even pick up broccoli off the floor when she drops it because that happened tonight. So, okay, so Angela's like, you know, this is it, you got to do it. And Tony's like, well, Miss, poor Mrs. Rosini, first Joe runs out on her, and now me. He, and so he says, I just wish I had some sort of sign. And Angela sneezes, <laughs> sneezes. on him. Achoo. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, no, not that sign. So Tony's idea is that he's going to hire someone to take his spot. So the next day, or I'm assuming it's the next day, he's in Mrs. Rosini's little back office again. And he's like, wait until you meet this guy. I, it couldn't be the next day. He says his first line is, I interviewed a lot of guys. Oh. When did he have time to interview a lot of guys? That is a good point. Okay, so this is maybe a few days to a week Either later. Either that or he's just lying to her and he right. found this guy. <laughs> he just found this guy on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Grabbed him. Well, he knows him, right? He's an old friend. or uh, He's from the neighborhood. I don't know. Is that how he knows him? I yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, well, because Mrs. Rosini knows him. Okay, and the other thing, too, is look at the calendar that is hanging on the wall. <laughs> or on, <laughs> like, the file Joe. cabinet. It yes, it's It had be to be Joe's, Joe's old calendar. Oh, it's yeah. like some 80s girl with a short mini skirt on. I know. It's awesome because it's like, that is something Joe probably have in there. Yes. And I feel like that's kind of like, that was a big thing then, have like a pinup calendar. 
I mean, if that's still a thing, I we don't see it <laughs> I <know>. as much. <laughs> I mean, definitely not in the work setting offices anymore. So he says, this guy makes me look like a bum. And Ms. Rosini's like, no one could ever replace you. But if you like him, then I'll like him. And he's like, you're not going to just like him. You're going to love him. So he goes out to get this guy. And it is Marty. Oh, the actor's De- name? DeSardo? Oh, no, no. Oh, DiNardo. DiNardo, that's DiNardo. right. The actor's name is Todd Sussman. And this man has been in everything. Yeah, and he still works, right? Yes. And we discussed that, yeah. And he has that face that's so recognizable. I but know. then when I look through his IMDb, I can't remember what I know him from, but I think it's just because he's in everything. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I totally recognize him. Yeah, he's in two episodes of a show that's running now for life. He plays Judge Ira Wexler. Um, he was on the TV show Bull, The Good Fight. These are all recent shows. Uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Shit. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Shit. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Blue Bloods. But yeah, um, he's been in so much stuff from like 1970. Um, he was in MASH. 47 episodes of MASH. Oh, maybe that's where I recognize him from because I watched Oh, a wait a minute. No, it was just his voice. It says PA announcer, voice, uncredited. For oh. 47 episodes. Oh, that's interesting. I want, maybe... Uh, He's in what... an episode of Little House on the Prairie. He has to have been on Seinfeld. No? Let's see. Uh, oh, maybe. Maybe. New Heart. 20 episodes of New Heart. He looks like he Oh, no, I don't made... think he was in. He was in that wow. show that only you and I liked, Sons and Daughters. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who he played, though. I think he was just in one. Okay. Anyway, so this is Marty DiNardo. Is that his name? Yes, DiNardo. So Tony goes out there to, like, get Marty all ready for this interview because he wants him to really do well. And he says, you know, um, she's going to love you. You know, whatever, what you don't know about fish hasn't been written. And the guy's like, oh, thanks. And then he says that the Shirley MacLaine seminar... She said I was a halibut in my previous life. Right. So do you know anything about the Shirley MacLaine seminar? Did she do like... She did like spiritual seminars. Okay, yes. I do remember something about that. Because I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> she's like so a I'm motivational like, speaker? Yeah, like there was, she did like spiritual seminars. And um, I mean, I don't know too much about it, but like I started to look it up um, it's like connecting with the higher self and stuff like that. Oh. And it costs $300 a person. Oh, my goodness. So, And that was probably then, because that's what this article is from, 1987. Yes, uh, um, probably when it was... God, I mean, that's outrageous. And what do we... I mean, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to knock anybody's... You know. Yeah. <laughs> what did well, we learn from Shirley MacLaine? I'm not I know. sure. She's also written quite a few books because yeah. there's one seminars. in our little library out in the front yard, but nobody's taken she had it seminars yet. seminars and... Um, What's his name? Donardo. He went. He went. He listened. And so they're like, and Tony says, I can see the resemblance. So he's like, okay, come on. Like, let's go meet your new boss, your soon-to-be boss. And, you know, the seminars must have been popular, or maybe there was a lot of commercials, because how would it make its way into the script? Yes, and I even feel, like, now that you mention it, I feel like... You remember. I remember something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. But ahead. Tony realizes something's not right. And he's like, wait a minute. 
And then he smells him and he's like, oh, I took a shower. And he's like, that's the problem. So right. Tony grabs a fish and then he rubs it on his shirt. Yeah, that poor guy. And I'm then like, he puts that fish back down because someone's probably going to get that fish. Right. Like, someone's, somebody ordered it. <laughs> and, why and this is guy's probably just, like, why is this guy rubbing a fish on right? me? <laughs> and why is there just fish like hanging out on the countertop? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So Tony brings him back there and he's like, Mrs. Rosini, let me introduce you to Marty Donato. Denardo. 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 And he's telling him, you know, he's a fish aficionado. <laughs> well, he's she he introduces him as Marty Fishcakes Denardo. <laughs> Fishcakes. Oh my gosh. And so I guess he worked on a tuna trawler yeah. and a shrimp boat. Sure. And he sold goldfish at Woolworths. Mm. What is Woolworths? Was that a department well, store? Or yeah. Like yeah, a, it was like it was a department store. Okay. I think it was like um yeah, like a department store, but it had food too. Goldfish. Yeah, like a, okay. Kind of like a CVS. I think so. I have to look it up. Uh, I know it's we not had that them, big of a deal. I know we had them up north. Yeah, it sounds like an up north place. Uh, so she's like, "Okay, you know that's great. You know how wonderful. How old are you?" And he says, "I'm 30, 35. And she's like, "Oh, you're close to retirement." <laughs> I know. Come on, lady. <laughs> He's a lot further away from retirement than you are, Mrs. Rosie. Yeah, really. And she's like, are you married? No, single. And Tony's like, single's good. He can devote more time to the store. And she's like, no, you know, he's probably going to have a wandering eye. And then she says, how but, long but like, were you at your last job? But wait a minute. Is, are we interviewing for a date right? or to work? <laughs> a wandering eye. What does she care what he's looking at? <laughs> and then she's, uh, he says, uh, how long were you at your last job? He says, 20 years. What? 20 years? No ambition. Yeah, I'm just looking for everything wrong. <laughs> right, and Tony's like, no, that means that he's loyal and he's dedicated and dependable. He's perfect. And he says, look, he even looks like a fish. And then Marty starts doing a fish Fish the faces. <laughs> and they said, Shirley MacLaine said so. But Miss Rosini's like, Tony, I'm conducting the interview. And then she says, Donardo. Right, suddenly. Donardo. Are you one of the Pickin' Avenue Donardos? And he's like, Pickin' Avenue. Yeah, my old man is Vinny. And she says, Okay, I'm sorry. You're not the right person for this job. And she makes him leave. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then he's he's convinced that the fish imitation lost him. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor Donardo. Yeah, I got dragged in here yeah. by Tony. So Miss Rosini says, That is the, he's the cousin of the uncle. Of the lady who's in Rio with Joe. Oh, uh, and Tony. Know. And Tony's like, I mean, come on. Especially in Brooklyn, like, you're not, you're going to, no one you find is probably not going to know someone of the two of these. Because it appears that everyone in Brooklyn knows each other, based on this show. Yeah. So, she says, you know, he's just not the right person, and that's enough. And Tony says, well, look, I can't stay here any longer. Like, I, I have to go back to my one, my one job, and I need you to find somebody else so that you're not left here alone. And Ms. Rosini's like, oh, sure, you know, kick me while I'm down. Go ahead and leave. And, uh, you know, we've been good friends, but that's fine. I'll just board up the shop, and I'll go on welfare. Oh, my God. Come on. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's calm down. Let's relax here. <laughs> Poor Tony. I know, he can't win. And this is all Angela's fault. Keep that in mind. Yes, it is absolutely Angela's fault. So she's like, go ahead and leave. And he's like, all right, well, you know, I'm going, but, you know, you're not going to make me feel guilty about this. 
And back at the house, he feels terribly guilty. Of course. So he's telling Moni, Moni, what's Moni. wrong with you? Tonight? I don't know. He's telling Mona, like, you know, how could I do this to her? I've had a sensitivity bypass. And Mona's like, oh, don't worry. I had one of those years ago. You can live a happy life without it. <laughs> that is definitely the truth, Mona. So she's like, come on, lighten up. Let's have a cup of coffee. And Tony's like, oh, I forgot to buy coffee. Oh, no. Because <laughs> everything at the house is behind because he hasn't been around. So then Angela comes in. She's all excited. And she's like, good morning. And she's in a cheery mood. And Mona says, Angela, will you knock it off? This man is trying to be miserable. <laughs> what is the cat doing? I don't know. Okay. Disrupting. Uh, so she's like, well, okay, then have a rotten day. But she still says it in a cheery voice. <laughs> and then uh, Mona goes to leave, and Angela says, do we have any coffee? Mm, and course. he's like, oh. Coffee. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the doorbell rings, and... Angela says, oh, that must be Mrs. Rosini. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? Mrs. Rosini? She's like, oh, I mean, it could be Mrs. Rosini. You know, maybe she was feeling sad. She wanted to come over and talk to you. And, you know, or, or maybe it's not Mrs. Rosini. Maybe it could be a Jehovah's Witness. Right. <laughs> Tony says, you called her, didn't you? And she says, yes. Are you mad? And he says, no. Or he says, yes. Why didn't you do it two days ago? <laughs> right. And put Tony through yeah, the He's been feeling guilty this whole time. So Mrs. Rosini comes in, and he's like, hi, how are you? She's like, I can't complain. Well, I can always complain. <laughs> but that's not why I'm here. Right. So she's trying to get up the nerve to apologize, but she can't do it. So she's like, do you have any coffee? And Tony's like, oh, oh coffee. coffee. <laughs> Everybody so, wants coffee. Um, so again, she's trying to say that she's sorry, and Angela's like, she's like, I, w- I just want to... And Angela says, apologize? Yeah, what she said. So Tony's like, oh, you know, thank you. It takes a big person to be able to do that. And (laughs) she gets all mad and she's like, I put on a little bit of weight, but I've been eating to cover the depression. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) That's not what Tony meant at all. No. Poor Miss Rosini. Poor Tony. So, you know, he's like, my friendship with you means a lot. And I, I didn't mean to let you down. And she says, you didn't let me down. I was too demanding. Mm. And he's like, no, you weren't. You know, you were just asking for help. So they're making up. <laughs> and Angela's like, oh, isn't this wonderful? I think we're all sharing a moment. <laughs> I love, she, this is, Angela's done this before with them. Yeah. When she was like, friends and father and me <laughs> in the one I can't remember which episode it was, but it was a recent one. And so she's like, "Why don't you two just go ahead and give each other a hug?" So they do. They hug, and then Mrs. Rosini doesn't want to let go. Mm, of course. But the doorbell rings again, and this time it's uh, Marty at the door, and he's like, "Hey, Mrs. R, you know, I just wanted to let you know I moved the truck into the shade." Because some of the mackerel was in the sun, and I didn't want to have a mackerel meltdown. A mackerel meltdown. So it looks like Donardo got the job. So Tony's like, wait a minute, you you hired Marty after all? And she's like, well, not exactly. This is my new business partner. A man who was born to debone. Is that a dirty joke? I don't know. I feel like it is. (laughs) I laugh every time we've seen it. Every time I laugh. 
That's, um, that's, yeah, I don't so. want to think about that, Mrs. Rosini. Yeah, well. So he's like, oh, Mrs. R, you're making me blush. And so Angela's like, oh, well, congratulations. And she shakes Marty's hand. But Tony's like, wait a minute. A couple of days ago, you wouldn't give him the time of day. And now he's your business partner. She's like, well, you know, I started to think about some wise words from a friend. And he had $20,000 in cash. Right, cold cash, laying around. Right, just so laying around. Just, yeah. Because Marty looks like the guy, kind of guy that's got $20,000 just laying around. He could be. <laughs> I mean, look at him. He looks like he could save money. That's he true. I, he just kind of reminds me of George Costanza. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, okay, so then he says, Miss, thank you for introducing me to Mrs. R. She is a very special woman. And she says, oh, fish cakes. Yeah, fish cakes. <laughs> the things you say. And then she says, you can ride in the front on the way back. So there's certainly, there's something going on here for sure. Well, yeah, and she insinuates yeah. that in this one line where she says, Joe isn't the only one yeah, who can, can LaBamba. <laughs> so she'll let you know that her and uh, fish cakes are getting it on. <laughs> getting it on the back of the fish back truck. Of the fish, taking her to pound town in the back of the fish van. <laughs> God. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, but so then Angela's like, oh, you know, you did a wonderful thing. You found Mrs. Rosini a partner in business and hopefully a partner in life. Mm. But we'll never see Marty again. No, that's it. No, we will see Mrs. Rosini again, but not with Marty. So then Tony's like, oh, you're making me blush. So he says, this calls for celebration. Let's go out and I'll buy you a cup <laughs> of coffee. <laughs> And he's like, I'll let you even ride up in the yeah, front. you can sit in the front. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's cute. So then at the tag of this episode, Tony is relaxing. He has a weekend where he doesn't have to do anything. He's off from this job. Because he's had a hell of a week. Oh, he really has. If it's that, still the same week. Angela's even getting him a glass of iced tea. But, like, wow. God forbid Tony actually goes into the living room to relax. Instead, he's just going right. to stretch two out wooden chairs. on his <laughs> dining room or kitchen table chair as much as he possibly can. And he says he's just going to be a couch potato. But again, Tony, you're still you're in the kitchen. Chair. Wooden chairs. Yeah. Nasty wooden chairs. <laughs> now, Jonathan comes in, and he's like, hey, I have another chance to become a beaver. And they're like, oh, that's great. And he says, all I have to do is stay overnight in the wilderness and catch my own fish. Come on, Tony. Yeah. And, and Tony's like, uh-uh. Yeah. He's like, come on. I finally just get a weekend to myself. So he's like, hang on. Why don't we just pitch a tent in the backyard and I have all the fish we need right here in the freezer? And Jonathan says, but my scout leader says that I have to catch it. Mm. And he says, not a problem. And he throws him a little piece of wrapped fish and mm. says, catch. And then that is the end of the episode. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, okay, I'm going to go first with rating. Okay. Because I don't know who did it last time. But I think um, people are tired of us asking. Yeah, let's just do it. I gave this episode a six. Mm, all right. It's not my favorite. I mean, I love the way Jonathan was actually used in this episode. I think it's the best part of the whole episode. The Tony, I mean, Tony and Angela parts are just kind of like whatever because Angela's being completely unreasonable. <laughs> right. Um, it, there are cute things. I do like when we see Mrs. Rosini. I enjoy her relationship with Tony, but even like, I don't know, it's just an odd story. Like this woman's husband left her. <laughs> right. And the whole, I don't know, it was just like, it was completely glossed over and then it was, she just had, Tony had to work at the fish market. Like, 
it was, I, I don't know if this was Brian's idea. <laughs> Which might explain a few things. <laughs> yeah. But it's not my favorite. All right. All right. Well, I gave it a, I, I gave it a six and a half. I almost put it down to six just because you did, but. No, um, stick to your guns. No, I am. I gave it a six and a half, and uh, mostly because yeah, the Jonathan parts were really cute. Yeah. But I mean, l- let's let's be clear. This is all Angela's fault. Yes. The whole thing. It is. She completely pushes Tony into this, mm-hmm. gets him involved. He's at the fish market four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. He's stuck all day, cutting up fish, yep. doing the books, flirting then, with all the ladies, flirting with all ladies, and then telling Mrs. Rosini that she's still attractive. <laughs> Like all the stuff's going on, and um, and then she gets stuck in in the rain once, and that's it. He's right. got to quit. <laughs> I mean, think about that storyline. It's like I, know. I mean, I know Angela kind of fixes it in the end, but I mean, not really though, because Tony ended up introducing her to the right Marty. Marty. So, Marty Denardo. Yeah. So yeah, this episode is barely a six and a half, just because. And Angela really blew it. Who's the boss around here? Me or my mother? Or maybe it's you. All right. So the Tony's the boss. I mean, that's clear. Yeah. You know, and maybe for a few minutes, Jonathan. But Because he's running things with yeah. his little. He was, his, his little shoulder pads. Little shoulder pads and his jeans. Jeans pulled up high. Um, yeah. But Tony's the boss for sure. I, I mean, he, you know. He's pushed into it, and yet he handles it like a pro. He's mm-hmm. running the fish store, yep. you know, and doing his thing, and then keeping, you know, Mrs. Rosini trying to keep her spirits up, but still running the store, but he's still trying to get things done at home. I mean, in classic Tony, like, who never, like, just says no. Like, right. he's constantly yes. going and going yeah. and going. And then, um, you know, for Angela to turn around on him, and, oh, yeah, you got to quit. <laughs> so then he tries to, like, fix... He doesn't just yeah, walk away, he tries to introduce somebody right, to help right. fix it. And Mrs. Rosini's so stubborn, <laughs> but still ends up taking Martin. Like, he still fixed everything yep. and got back home, so he's the boss. I agree, and there's nothing left for me to say. Oh, okay, you, sorry. No, said, you said it all. So. Um, except for Angela really blew it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she really did. She did. Why she was kind of a pain in Just the ass in this episode. Yeah. Except for the end. She redeems herself in the end. Okay, so you can reach us at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram or Who's the Boss Pod One on Twitter. On Facebook, our page is the Who's the Boss Podcast page. Or go to anchor.fm slash WTB podcast. And there you can leave us a voice message. Speaking about getting high. What? As we're... <laughs> I know. I think I'm a little have, secondhand baked. From the we have the, we have our back window open because it's really nice and cool out. And at some point, our neighbor went outside, and then just pot smoke started wafting into the house. Yeah, maybe it's time but to the, watch the episode in slow motion. But the other thing is that I just wonder if because he's done this before, and I wonder if he can hear us because we're like right next mm. to the window. And then he's probably like, "Those two nerds are doing yeah. it. Who's the boss? Probably yeah. in their living Who room." Cares? <laughs> Sorry, this is a quick side note. Okay, yeah. so next time we are going to cover Car and Driver. Yeah, what's that about? I don't think I like this episode. Oh, okay. But oh, Jesse's back. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, so Jesse's in it. I don't really remember it. I'll have to watch it again, but I don't remember liking the episode very much. Well, yeah. good, looking forward to it. <laughs> I know. But wait, after that, Jess Mona and me... That has Leslie Nielsen in it. Yes. Then Yellow Submarine, that's a funny one. Another Single Parent, that's a good one. 
on the familia. I don't know. It's family in Italian. Yeah. And um, in Spanish as well. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get into some good ones. But yeah, I think car and driver is not my favorite. So, okay. Uh, oh, I, I just read the description of car and driver. I remember you it. You remember it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. All right. Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a big thumbs up and tell all your friends. And maybe you can tell your grandma, your mother, and your sister or brother. Maybe you have no siblings. Tell your dog and cats. Bye.